0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Hi, and welcome to a special edition of Let's Talk TV Live with Barbara Barnett. I am your host, Barbara Barnett. Here in San Diego at Comic-Con 2013, hashtag SDCC or hashtag Comic-Con. This has been just a really fun, exciting, exciting day. Um, I'm going to be joined in a little bit by Zach Van Norman, who is with the Once Upon a Fan fan side, who is experiencing his very first Comic-Con as press. Actually, is anything because this is his first year, and I'm going to find out what all he's been up to today. We're also joined tonight by Christine Piccolo. Hi, Chrissy. Hi. How are you doing? I hear Good. you're having fun. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so tired. Um, and she <laughs> is the hostess of Our Heart Radio and its various radio shows, and I am very grateful tonight to Blog Talk Radio for tweeting out to people that I'm going to be covering Comic-Con. So um, hopefully I have a whole bunch of new people listening. Um, And if you're around and you want to have a listen, um, please, uh, please come on in. Let people know that we're here. Um, And if you want to call in to say hi, if you're at Comic-Con and you want to call, because I can't be everywhere, I'm only going to talk about the things that I did today. And Zach's going to talk about the things that he did today and some general observations, uh, but if you want to call in, if you're at Comic-Con, feel free to call 718-305-6982, and we will put you on the air, and you will be part of the Let's Talk TV Comic-Con 2013 Legacy Forever Archived as a podcast. And if you're at Comic-Con and you want to make sure you listen to the broadcast um, that I have, please feel free to download the free app, the Let's Talk TV app, and you can get that at iTunes or you can get that at play.google.com. It is called Let's Talk TV. That's the name of the app. So, okay, so Chrissy and I have been talking, and I've been kind of telling her what I've been up to today. Today was a whirlwind day. I started out, kind of started out slowly. I was scheduled to go which is a little ways away, and go to the suite um, that's run by Konami, the game, the game maker. Um, and they were going to, I was going to review Castlevania Lord Shadow II, or Castlevania 2, Lords of Shadow, um, which uh, has the voice, the, the wonderful voices of Patrick Stewart and Robert Carlyle. So I thought, okay, this is great, because I know they just finished voicing it, and I was going to get, like, maybe they had a new trailer, or maybe they had, um, you know, a little preview of the game itself, a little demo, which was also on the floor of Comic-Con, but it didn't have any voices, just had music, so you can actually hear it. So that was a little bit almost a waste of time, I'm sorry to say, because they were, like, really late in picking us up to, like like, uh, 40 minutes. They were 40 minutes late in finding us. Um, but the cool thing was there were the best mimosas there. They were so tasty. <laughs> <laughs> I just about they that time I really could use a mimosa. <laughs> and that point, yeah. Stuff. I would uh, yeah, so. You 40 know, you're minutes breaking 20. up. You're... Uh-oh. no, but That's bad. not good. I know, you're kind of like so, in and out or fading in and out. Okay, I have to get closer to the microphone, I think. Yeah? Is that better? Yeah, that's better. Yeah, that's better. Okay, so I have to close to the microphone. I'm not using my headset tonight because Zach is going to be here. And when Zach oh, gets here, um, right, so because we're going to be live together. Um, and we're at this really great suite. And so he, we're going to be broadcasting from my room, um up here for the city of San Diego. So, um, so the Kanani suite was okay. It wasn't any great shape. Then my next thing that I had was TV Land had a press panel. They actually did a panel at noon today that looked at um, state of the situation comedy because TV Land is all about classic comedies. We watched TV Land at our house. Um, and the oh. panel was, was Roseanne Barr, um, William Shatner. And Wayne. So, um, so they they had a press room, and it was really one of the nicer press rooms. Um, there were maybe only a couple of tables. And they only um, they only vetted. There must have only been about I would say 20 of us in the room. So we had each star. We had a good 15 minutes. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah. Oh my that that's a great that, amount of time for you to have. Yeah, you can ask all kinds of It was really nice, and everyone had a chance to ask questions, and it was really, really lovely. Wayne Knight, who you may remember from Sunbath yes. or of you may course. remember from Newman, or, yes, Ray Newman, um, or you might oh, remember Newman. from Jurassic Park as Ned. Oh, yeah. He was actually a great interview. He was a lot of fun. And one no, of the things. Is he as funny in person as he is in, on, the, yes. on the shows that he's on? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's really, really funny. And he's really, really nice. I mean, he's, you know, he's not his case. So are you anything? Somebody asked him like, kind of stupidly, I guess are you anything like your character? Name? I'm like, Oh God, give me a, no. he says, yes, I am, except I'm meaner. And then somebody asked a really good question, which was um, how, uh, how, you know, how do you play characters that are mean? And says, well, you know, you can find something that's relatable about them and, you know, find that, and actually ask him to go into that more. view you know me, an unlikable character that, you know, people can, can actually relate to, and that of humanity. So he actually talked at length about that, um, and I answered about three or four questions, which was nice. And I'm actually going to post that interview, um, all the interview questions, and his answers as a video. I can't do video on blog talk, but I can do it on blog critics. So I'm gonna post the video interview, uh, the interview of the critics. Um, maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow. So I'll do that. And then William Abner came to our uh, our table and he's just he's just like in everything. I mean he's just totally this is a man who reinvents himself and reinvents himself and reinvents himself over and over and over again. Um, I mean I remember when he and Leonard Nimoy guest starred on the Twilight Zone. I think it was Twilight Zone. It was either the Twilight Zone oh, or the wow, Avenue Zone. Did I didn't even know they did that. Yeah, back in the very early sixties young and um I mean adult young, so that tells you how old they are. Um and I mean I think they were in their thirties, somewhere in their mid to late thirties when they did Star Trek, so it kinda of tells you. Um or mid-30s. Anyway, so Shatner is is uh, about to release an album, a music album, he composed but he didn't perform. He has bands doing that and he's got that. And then um, oh, the other thing that changed when I said that was really um, funny was somebody said to him, so they're going to be doing a Jurassic Park 4. So do you think we're going to see Nedry? And of course Nedry in Jurassic Park was, was eaten by the cute little cringy dinosaur. Right, right. So he said, well, you know. But, yes, and I said, and he says, yeah, he says, it it was kind of scary. And I said, now it's in 3D. And then he said, well, yeah, but that doesn't do me any favors to be in 3D. But he said that, well, you know, we never know what happened to Nedry. Who knows? Right. could end up with one arm. Legged man with a patch. He said, "I said, okay, you heard it here first, guy to Parksburg, You know, come on and 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 bring him back for that movie uh, for Jurassic Park four. So that was that was him. So the thing about William Shatner, did you know that he was a horseman, a championship horse? Oh wow, no. Did, did you know that's that? Cool. And he won like a big championship last week. Oh that, my god, really, I didn't really know that. Cool. Yeah, I've been doing these great documentaries. So, um, oh, people walking down the hall, but it's not back. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't hear them. Um, oh, I'll tell you, it was like noisy in the hall till about two o'clock this morning. All the revelers from Comic-Con, It was like, oh my god. Um, so, um, where was I? Um, so Shatter also, you know, he's doing these documentaries. Um, and he seems to be, he's like a really, really good interviewer. So this guy is like, he does everything. He's a writer. He's an interviewer. He's um, an actor, uh, <laughs> comic actor. I think he found his forte when he found comedy. I don't think he's really yeah. much of a dramatic actor. I Although mean, he takes a lot to be a dramatic actor. I don't think he's really a dramatic actor, mm-hmm. but he's very, very funny. Um and so then Roseanne Barr came to the table, and she was sort of like, you know, people asked her questions, and she kind of didn't, she says, well, I don't know. Right. So she wasn't maybe the best interview, but but it was okay, and I was kind of in a hurry because I needed to get to the big event of the day, which was Summit Press Conference, which um, was Divergent. And um, Divergent Enders Game. So the Divergent cast is enormous. So they actually did two separate press conferences with Divergent, um, the Divergent cast. And, and okay, um, there it is. Come on in Hey, welcome, stranger, from his sojourn into Comic Con land. Indeed. Indeed, we are. Uh, I'm going to switch to you in just a minute. Come on in. I'm um, actually. Um, we're going to do this without headphones, I think. Okay. So we're going to we're going to just talk into the into the little. Thing. I give up, everybody. But so we're talking about. I was, I'm going to just talk about Divergent and energy Game, a little bit. So. Um, So, Ender's Game, can you hear me, Christina, coming through? Yeah, you're kind of breaking up a little bit. Hello? Okay, I'm going to talk closer. Yeah, okay. So, Ender's Game. Um, Hi. (laughs) Hi. Can you hear me? (laughs) Yeah, I hear you. I don't know why it keeps breaking up, but I don't know if it's the case for everyone, but... Um, so so the, the Divergent, divergent um, cast is like enormous, and among the cast is Theo James, and I know one of my or more my Twitter followers of Theo James. So I took some pictures of him, and I'll put them up on Twitter, and um, I also recorded because my batteries were running out, and I wanted to save them for Harrison. Um, so um, it looks like it's going to be a really good movie about young people. Sort of not quite Hunger Games, but sort of the same kind of you know age um, Hunger Game. And then Orson Scott Card's novel Ender's Game, which is also about young people, um, has also been made into a film, and that movie stars Sir Ben Kingsley and Mr. Harrison Ford. So Harrison Ford went to his very first Comic Con this year. For all the stuff that he's done. I just can't get over that. He's, that just blows me away. He is it was his first. He has never been to Comic-Con before. That's crazy. That is crazy. He is, he is. Okay, so I don't know how old he is. I actually don't know how old he is. But he is still completely hot. I mean, there's no question. He's probably grandfather when he was over. <laughs> but he is still, he is so, really, and, and just you know, he comes across as really shy and retiring. Um, and this is probably a little for him, I would think. But he just just really, really he talked about um and, and I and again I'm gonna post these in their entirety in video. Um, so but I wanted to give a couple of little highlights. One was um somebody asked him and he wasn't actually very happy about being asked that question. But somebody asked him, um, given that Orson Scott Card has such strong opinions about um, marriage equality and uh, homosexuality and legality and stuff like that, how did Harrison Ford feel about starring in a movie that was based on a book by this anti-gay guy? Um, very vocal. And so Harrison asked, said, uh, it's like, oh, you're asking me about that. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm asking you. And so he said, yeah, thanks a lot, buddy. Um, Because it's a tough question to answer. What what do you expect to say? So he's here doing publicity for the movie. So he actually had a really, really good answer. And what he said was the the book um, Ender's Game, and I have to tell you, I've never read it, but my children, both of my children, um, read the book. My daughter read it when she was in fourth grade and read all the subsequent novels after that. And my son started reading it as well um, a few years ago, all the novels and the themes, what he said was the themes in the book are so important and themes like automated war, you know, especially with things like drones, mm. you know, and it really automated war and how dehumanizing war, what effect does it have on us as a society? And also sending young people to war. And he thought that those themes were so incredibly powerful. And he had Orson Scott Card's personal politics that really doesn't enter into it. And in fact, Orson Scott Card has been quoted as saying, which is something that Harrison Ford said, is that, you know what? That's a fight he's lost. And as Ford said, the humanity is much better for that lost fight. And for the fact that the fight that fight against marriage equality is uh, is over and resolved, and I thought it was a really good answer. And then he was also asked to compare, compare and contrast um, Han Solo to his character in Ender's Game, which he said are extremely different. Somebody made the suggestion that his character in Ender's Game is essentially. Uh, Han Solo many years later. <laughs> and he actually took great exception to that. He says as much as he loves Han Solo, um, his character in Ender's Game is far more complex. Very complex motivation. So, and we and I, I walked out of the press conference with um, uh, they gave a copy of Virgin, the novel. Nice. So maybe I'll even read it. Um, So that was my day. And then my other news, and then I'm going to ask Zach about his. I'm going to interview Zach. Okay. Um, First day at Comic-Con ever. Yeah, cool. um, I got an email from Fox. I think it was Fox. Somebody. Maybe it was IDW. Could have been IDW. Anyway, tomorrow is uh, one of the X-Files 20th anniversary panels. And this one is going to be with Chris Carter, Jillian Anderson and Dean Haglund and the guys who created the the graphic novels or the the comics got an email saying, "Hey, we're doing this. Do come. Can you come and cover it?" So I said, "Well, I'm supposed to be covering Black Sales at that time." I said, "Will I be able to record it and get close enough to make it count?" And I was told absolutely. So I am going tomorrow to the X Files panel. Yay! And so I, I know just that. The I just- <laughs> I'm so, so excited that- for you. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be fun. And you know, I actually started my career as an internet journalist, as a as an entertainment journalist, writing about the X Files. That's that's how I got into writing. Uh, this kind of stuff. I mean, I've been a journalist for years and years, but this was the first time I did entertainment journalism. So um, it's the, the weather here is extraordinarily gorgeous. Um, I have to say at the Summit press conference last year that no one fed us. I mean, there was like no food anywhere. And if we were lucky, maybe there was a cookie. I would <laughs> say, the Konami suite, the, the catering was great. As I said, the mimosas were lovely. Um <laughs> And Zach didn't hear that part. <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> um, and um, the, at the Summit press conference, the Enders Game Divergent press conference, they had the most wonderful spread of hummus and pita chips and um, chutneys and uh, all kinds of wonderful stuff, fruit and nuts and cheeses of all different kinds and caffeine and Coke and Coca-Cola not. No, the The legal. (laughs) You know, you have to be really careful with what you say on the radio. (laughs) It is a Hollywood thing. Um, So, anyway, so that was my day. Um, Tomorrow is going to be beyond insane, um, but I'll get to that at the end of the show. So, Zach. Yes. So, how did you like your first day at Comic Con?
0: Well, I thought it was awesome, it is very intense. Very crazy in the best, most awesome way possible. Um it's an awesome experience. Um I spent my morning in a kind of a pickle because for for those of you who are listening, um you should always perform your do I have all of my items checked when you're sitting in the car on the way to the airport because my cell phone managed to drop out of my pocket as I was getting into the car. So oh, I realized yeah. that um, you know, as I got to the airport and it was time for check-in, I no longer had my you know, telephone, which is kind of essential if you need to, you know, tweet or get a hold of Barbara or something when you're at an event. So, yeah. luckily, my roommate overnighted it to me. I got my phone, so I had that. And then I went to just kind of walk around and school. And I'm a big cosplay person. I love people who dress up in costumes. I think it takes a lot of dedication. And so I was just kind of looking at how many costumes I could find. There's a lot of people here who love My Little Pony and are dressing up like little memes, which I think is so cute. Saturday will be the, the big the, coast. Planet. Is it Saturday? Saturday? Yeah, I bet everybody. Okay, okay. Is I that it? Okay. And everybody. then um, I went to, let me see, what else did I do? I went and did press for this short film called The Sidekick. Oh, how was that? You know what? I got to say, it was pretty funny. It's really I'm funny. I'm so sorry that
1: I missed um,
0: that. It was really fun. Um, um, Rob is the main actor, and he's like, basically, the premise of this story is, um, all like we, they live in a world where, you know, superhero real and they're the sidekicks and they're old, like they're getting to be 40. The main character is 40 and he gets fired from his job as a sidekick because he's just too old now. And so he's been replaced by a younger guy. And so one by one, all the sidekicks are being replaced. And so you know they have to try and figure out life after being, the sidek- and it was really, really funny on Lizzie Kaplan is in it. She was in Mean Girls and she was also in Cloverfield. Um, she was the girl who totally exploded after the thing bitter in Cloverfield. Um, and then, yeah, uh, Jason Ritter is in it, and a couple of the people. Cool. Um, yeah, it was really fun. And, yeah, as I was leaving the press room, Roseanne was on her way out of the room next door.
1: Oh, that was where I was.
0: And Sasa took a picture with me. Oh, was very totally cool. like she's one oh, of the over. Was so, oh, that was total so the random things that happen at Comic Con, you see, it's just a total awesome experience. So
1: yes, so I oh so I have to share with you my interview stuff with Roseanne. Yes. Because I talked to, talk to her. Okay, well I already did it, so I'll tell you hey, it. Um, but so um, so what else did you do? Did you do any more press today?
0: Um, I went to. Let me see, I didn't do any more press today. Um, I did go to the Once Upon a Time booth. A guy there dressed like Prince Charming and Emma and Hook and you know Regina and Snow. It was awesome. They have props from the show like Cora's Book of Magic, and they have Chip, Chipped Cup, and they oh, brought Charming's sword and the hook. Like okay. it's just amazing. No, I'm
1: going to that. Yeah, I'm you go to that. You. And
0: I'm 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 I, you too. get a collector pin if you go in.
1: Oh, how cool. Pin. All right. So, you know what? I haven't covered that yet. So, maybe tomorrow during a break. Or maybe, there's a really, lovely, really long line, I thought.
0: There was it is a longer line. I waited for like 45 minutes. Oh, it is long. Yeah, it's long. Just to sit there. Maybe
1: yeah. I'll do it Sunday. Maybe. Someday. I'm going to do it Guys, I'm going to do it Sunday because I just don't have a lot of time to wait in line now. So I'm really packed. So I'll do it Sunday. So I'll take a lot of pictures because Zach is going to do it for the Once Upon a Fan site. He's going to cover it. Yes. And right. so I'll cover it for blog critics. Um, so Perfect. it sounds like you had a really good time. I had an awesome time. So, um, so you were also confirmed for Once Upon a Fan for the Once Upon a Time Pressure yes. as and, I. And Wonderland. And Wonderland, Wonderland as am I. Yes. So we can get together That's, that's going to be yeah, fun. It's the same table.
0: I have a the, the red carpet. Oh, you're and,
1: the red and, Yes, yeah.
0: Yeah. you're not doing the press room. I'm doing the restroom part, but not the front table. I'm doing the other part of it. Oh. I said, you can do the other part. Do it for radio if you want. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, yeah, because then I figured you'd do the, the interview. Yeah, yeah. We don't have in the stock. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The way press rooms are up set up again. is they're round tables. right? They're around, I'm, sorry, I'm breaking up. So they're around yeah. tables. And there's like a, at the wall, which has the Comic-Con logo all over it, they're set up and you can interview people in line or you can sit at the round tables and do that, so, uh, do it that way. So that's cool. I'm glad you're doing that because I decided not to do the the red carpet thing.
0: Yeah. So I was thinking about it. I was like, well, if we're both going to be there, let's
1: do different let's things. Do different things. Yeah. Yeah. A different that things
0: sense.
1: Fun, so. Yeah. So that's really terrific. Of course, I'm going to be the lucky, unlucky one, and Robert Carlyle isn't going to come to my table. So I'm going to actually, I'm going to talk to Trami when I get, mm. cause She 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 did the room last year, mm-hmm. and she knows me, because so we correspond all the time, although I've been corresponding with Jeff Fortis, so he may be there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to actually say, look, guys, can you please? send Mr. Carlyle to my table. <laughs>
0: I feel like that about you. Yeah, well, you
1: know, I've interviewed Jen. Oh. She's in my, she grew up in my neighborhood.
0: I, yeah, she's my hero. She, Emma is my hero. I
1: so say. you have to read my interview with her that I did for House. Yes, I will have to. You have to do that. On um, Blog Critics, guys. Um, so... That's going to be Saturday. So what are you doing tomorrow? I'm going to actually get my schedule so I can tell people what I'm doing. Tomorrow,
0: I am very excited because I am doing press. I was confirmed with blog critics for Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So I will be doing the press room for that tomorrow. And I am very excited because I'm a huge comic book nerd, especially for Marvel. I'm very excited about the Avengers universe and the fact that we're getting a TV show out of this. I am totally stoked. So I'm very excited, very excited to be doing that tomorrow. And, um... A few of which, of course, that conflicts with Jane Espenson's showrunners panel that I was planning on going
1: through. Uh see, it happens. So That's I, what happened. Um, yeah,
0: but luckily, I get to talk to Jane on
1: Sunday. Oh. Yes. Yeah. What was your interview with Jane on Sunday?
0: Um, From 12 to 12.15, and then I have her and Brad Bell from 12.15
1: to 12.15. And I'm doing her interview at 11.
0: Yeah, so I'm so after you. Yeah. You're
1: after me. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow, 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 tomorrow. I have, um, gosh, you know, I'm like triple booked. I have the Black Sales press room, the Helix press room, and now the X Files thing. So I'm sending someone else to Helix, um, but you can't do tomorrow at one twenty either to cover Black Sales. No. Um, and then I've got an interview at three fifteen with Mark Buckingham, who is the artist um, on Fables. With do you like Fables? I, I yes, I
0: do. I do enjoy
1: Fables. Okay. Yeah. So my daughter's favorite comic uh, uh graphic novel series is is um Fables. So Bill Willingham, who's the writer isn't here, but um when I got a thing from DC, uh they emailed me they said, "Hey, would you like to review Mark Cunningham?" and I was like, "Oh, sure. I can do that." So I'm gonna do that. and then I got um, right after that I'm going to So then I've got stuff in the evening. So there's a party that I'm going to pass on, uh-huh, Radical Studios, and then it's seven fifteen I have the Vikings, uh, the History Channel, the Vikings. Are you going to that too?
0: Yeah, oh, I, yeah I'm just, I'm, yeah, that's my family history, so I'm very into like,
1: it. Okay, are you going to the press room? Right. I'm not. No. Oh, okay. And then um, at eight o'clock is the Husband's panel. Mm-hmm. Do that. I, I, I'm going to try to get to that. And then after that is um a panel from this thing called Space Command. Mark Zacree, who's been on the show, he's a friend of the show because he's been on. Um, Dean Haglin, um, a bunch of other people. Mark Zacree used to write for Avalon Five and for Star Trek Next Generation. So he's created this sort of with Kickstarter money sort of production. And uh, they're doing a panel and one of the people who's involved with the the, the show is Dave Dorman who's got his Wasteland's uh graphic novel thing and he's an, a brilliant artist. He does a lot of star Star Wars art, um, Star Wars graphic novel artwork, um, and actually supposed to have him with he and his wife tonight, but she had to back out. Um but huh. they're Chicago people. So I, I oh, promised cool. to come to that panel. And then I'm going to do interviews with them. So, um, so that'll be kind of fun. So that's my tarot is going to be insane, insane. Um, so it's wall. It was wall. Did you find that it was like completely wall to wall people? Yes. It, it, you can't move anywhere. No,
0: like they're like when people are walking around in costumes, it is it's fabulous because they, they obviously you know they're awesome costumes. They put a lot of effort and time into that. But the the flip side of that coin is that people stop and take pictures, and sometimes they do it in the middle of the aisle, and they forget that everyone else is looking around them. So you have to kind of navigate your way, kind of excuse me, kind of bump, shove, whatever your way is, the crowd of people. Oh yeah. So you get where you're
1: going. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is. You know, I'm gonna I, I need to get to certain places. Like I need to get to Dark um, Course. I need to get to Vertigo. I'm doing a lot at D.C. because I'll be doing the interview with Mark Buckingham. And then the day after, on Saturday, I'm going to be doing an interview with John Takara, the editor-in-chief of Mad Magazine. Yay! I grew up on, I think everybody, everybody who is nerdy enough to be into pop culture grew up in Mad Magazine.
0: Yep, I had one. I
1: had a subscription. Me too. I had a subscription. As my, I had 16 magazine, and I had Mad and those are my two subscriptions when I was a kid. Nice balance of life there. I think I could sort of illustrate it too because I was like really into baseball when I was little. So I was like like I was a fangirl of baseball. <laughs> so, But there's a bunch of stuff I want to cover on the floor and kind of see what's going on. I mean, all TV studios have huge presence. And, I mean, this is just such a huge Hollywood thing. Somebody asked William Shatner at our press panel you know, why he keeps coming back to Comic Con year after year after year after year. And he says, you know what? When I have a project, it's great because people come here. I mean, when Comic Con first started, it was all about comics. And over the years, you know, the studios came in and saw this is an incredible 150,000 people, free publicity. Yeah. So right. this is, you know, especially with social media. And this is really, uh, somebody said to me something like 40% or more, of a studio's advertising budget is Comic-Con. I mean, just renting that's one of those big halls, like renting Hall H is like $50,000 yeah. an hour. Well, it's look insane. at what they do with the big X-files. How much was that? Because that was in the big ballroom, right? Yeah, that's probably $50,000. they are doing another panel tomorrow. They're doing signings yep. at the IDW booth oh, right man, after that. By the oh, way... So, everybody at Comic Con. June Anderson and Chris Carter and Dean Haglund are going to a session at the IDW booth on the exhibit floor. It's three thirty tomorrow afternoon. Oh, so my make God, sure everybody go. Everybody goes. Jealous go. Go everyone there. <laughs> um, so it is. You know, it's just this is this is fun. I mean, this is my second year, and I got done some walking. I actually have, like, one of the watchers activity, like, monitor and you have, like, a goal. So, my goal, I've, like, exceeded 150%. Like, I don't set the goal. The the, the computer sets the goal for me. And mm-hmm. it's, like, 150% and 150%. Just from walking. It's just so much walking.
0: Um, yeah. I
1: have that People think of nerds, people who like this stuff, pop culture stuff, as being couch potatoes. And me, in order to do Comic Con, if you are not, you, know, you are really screwed because you right. cannot do Comic Con. shape. You just can't. There's two walking. Oh, yeah, they're walking and standing and in line and all of that. to the, you know, you're standing in line, you're walking. You're walking um, you really to be getting for it. so I was talking to one guy yesterday who's come to comic County for a bunch of years in a row, and what he said was, yeah, he says he starts training for it like a month before. It's like a marathon, you know, getting enough sleep, being hydrated. That's key. Yeah, being hydrated is really key. Um, making sure you have water all the time on you because you could get dehydrated really quickly. Um, and not drinking too much coffee and have too much caffeine because that's really bad. Um, but it's just really, it's so much fun uh, to be here. And it's, it's, you know, I can't, I can't say anymore. I mean, I'm just, it's just, it's just really fun. Somebody said to me today, um, actually I got called a box star for the first time in my life.
0: Right.
1: I was like, so I was talking to somebody, I had, I was having breakfast with another uh, blog critics writer. She writes for Technorati and blog critics, but she's also mm-hmm. a director for National Geographic. Oh, cool. And Serena Catania. And um, so we had breakfast and she says to me, you are like a total rock star. And I'm like, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> no I'm not funny. a rock star. Not a rock star. Not at all. You uh, are. Look at what you're well, doing. Although they did an interview with me on the website. Life is a Rock Star. They really ah, did. Cool. And and so so I was a, like a featured interview. It was really they interviewed they reviewed my book. And there were like a couple of podcasts that um as I was chit chatting with them, they were like, Oh, we've got to have you on our show. So I'm that's gonna be so doing cool. some publicity for chasing zebras. That's and talking yay. about dogs. and so that's really exciting.
0: And Congratulations. Um,
1: that's cool. Yeah, so that's kind of fun. What else? What else can we say? Oh my gosh. Um there is so much going on. So 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 please spread the word about the show. Um, thank you to Blog Talk Radio for promoting it as well. Yes indeed. Yes indeed. Um so do you have any closing con should like, we should talk about something once upon a time, shouldn't we?
0: You know, well, um, yeah, I mean are out. I, have,
1: I haven't seen
0: have them yet. Seen but not in person, house? no, but I have seen pictures of people. Posted. I think that they're across from the convention center where all of the outdoor stuff is on. I think that they're keeping them in that area because of the kitchen side. Is okay, because there's
1: a lot of cars in Yeah, see,
0: I've seen those too, but I haven't seen any Muppet. of the
1: themed ones. I saw Muppets. Like, I haven't seen really God, I love Muppets. I got a Muppet.
0: Yeah, but there's, so there's a lot of not the petty kids out there. Um, Yeah, the panel
1: is Saturday have you gone to any of the outdoor stuff, like off-campus stuff? I've like, of tomorrow, I think. Yeah, there's like a big Ender's Game thing yeah, that's saw, supposed to be really cool. Yeah, I saw that big old tent across the way. Um, and- yeah, that big tent. And there's like all through, like in Echo Park, mm-hmm. there's stuff. There's like all through the Gaslamp District. There's all kinds of cool stuff.
0: Yeah, I think I'm going to do that tomorrow because today was more about, like, getting my bearings. Yeah. Where is everything? Right. Where do I need to be at what time? Right. Okay, now that I know that, it's like, okay, tomorrow I can just go full speed into it. And
1: there's actually a press room that I can't tell you the um, room number for because it's, like, a secret. Okay. Um, it's not, like, a secret, but it's not because they don't want everyone. It's, it's very Wi-Fi connected. Okay. There's water. <laughs> and big, long tables so you can be in relative quiet and work, So, um, which is really nice um but you know i can't t- i'll tell you I'll, I'll tell you i'll tell you after the show where you can find the the elusive and h- i had to like really look i couldn't find it okay i, cu- I really couldn't find it i had to ask I went up to this guy I said okay so where's the pressure and he says well the badge badge turned up like you know backwards i'm like so i showed him my press badge and he says okay well you have to ask the person that's like standing over there like a half a block away so i went over to that person. She says, oh. Well, the puff room is, if you turn the corner and you go about halfway down, they'll show you where it is. And it's like, oh, my God, I'm in a twisted little maze. I can go north, south, east, and west.
0: And then when they're done with that, they're going to give you an envelope that has a key. And so
1: within <laughs> that, that, you must take that key. It's, <laughs> it's going to be like, you know, a hidden treasure hunt or something. And, oh, and like, there's like this old type adventure game for the computer called Adventure. And we used to play <laughs> In, in, graduates, in college, and it, like the first thing is, you are in a 20 little maze, you can go right, left, up, down, north, or south. Which direction would you like? To go? So you would say, okay, I want to go north. And then the computer, because there's no graphics for this. You would go north, and it says, you've just bumped into a wall. Okay, we'll go south. You've just bumped into another wall let's go left. Hmm. It's really dark. So you can't really see what's happening. So you type in, turn on a light. It writes back to you, well, you haven't found the light switch left yet. So then you put in feel the wall. Oh, huh. There seems to be a light switch here.
0: <laughs> Just
1: feel like your ass is dead. <laughs> And then it's like I'm on a roll here. So you turn on the light. So the light is on. Okay, now the room is light. Okay, go left. Well, don't you want to look around? (laughs) Okay, I'll play. Look around. You see a room. There is a light above your head. Okay, go to table. You go to the table. Okay, you see a knife on the table. Oh, Pick up a. Okay. Uh, so, so it says, okay, I want the knife. So it type it back to you. Well, it's not going to get in there in your hand by magic. <laughs> 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 I was like, back in the like um, middle 80s. Okay. I'm so it's like it was in the. pre war. <laughs> it pre <was free> war. <laughs> it pre <a> war. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was, it, in the days of Zork, you know, Zork and all the Infocom tech venture games for Commodore 64. Well, this was a main Commodore game. Commodore 64, wow. Yes, that's that was so our computer Uh But it's like, it was, so that's how I felt today. I felt like I was in a twisty loop. In fact, okay, the word Szyggy, you know the word Szyggy? <laughs> which was the name of an X episode, by the way. Szyggy yeah. is a word that comes from that game. It is. Oh my God. Okay. I didn't I'm going to look that. it up. <laughs> it's a word that was invented, I believe, from that uh from that game. So, um Ziggy. Yeah. So, I keep getting started <laughs> I mean, not- by people. If you look up Ziggy, <laughs> it will tell you that it, I believe, I could be wrong, it will also tell you it was the name of a um, I think second season X Files episode. Could be second season, could be third season. It is well, <laughs>
0: That was your guess? Yeah,
1: you. yeah. So it
0: is. S Y Y Z Y G Y. Yeah.
1: Yes. And what does it say about Syzygy?
0: The near straight line configuration of three celestial bodies. Oh.
1: Astronomy. Astronomy.
0: That's interesting. But look, if you look on Wikipedia, it says Ziggy Astronomy or Ziggy The X-Files. So uh-huh. <laughs> there's one of two explanations.
1: Okay, but it, also, it was also a word from the game adventure. So I don't know which came okay. first, the astronomy or the whatever. Anyway, we're about to go off the air because we're going to be done in like a minute. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to say to me 90 seconds. 90 seconds. Did you all hear that? 90 seconds <laughs> uh, because I'm not using headphones. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bummer. So, um well I can't wait for tomorrow. I'm excited for you guys. You know, the only thing I regret about today is because I was doing the show and I came back to the hotel to do it, um, rather than uh I didn't have my computer with me. Um instead of doing uh, it um, at yeah. you know what? I missed the Hannibal panel. And <laughs> I really wanted to go to that because they're not doing press. And as far as I know, they're not doing press rooms. And I really wanted to, um, just to meet Hugh Dancy. I have to admit, he's really good. I really like him. And thank you, Jerome Wetzel TV, by the way, for introducing me to this very warped show. Um, Mads Nicholson <laughs> is also fabulous in it. And Lawrence Fishburne, who is not at Comic Con this year, um, also, uh, uh, he, he, he's in the series as well. So we are just about out of time for tonight. So join us again tomorrow night at 6 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern time, or listen on the archive podcast to "Let's Live Does Comic Con." And we will see you tonight. Take a night, Pat. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good Good night. Have fun. (laughs) Thanks. Bye. Bye.